0: In this country, we believe that there should be freedom for all, even though not all of us believe it. Join Tom and Chase as they explore politics, economics, and everything else that threatens your individual liberty. This is the Free For All Podcast.
1: All right, we are live. Free For All episode 18. Welcome back.
0: Yeah, sorry guys uh, for missing an episode last week. We were kind of busy with... uh, a lot of Mother's Day stuff and normal life stuff as well. So we had to skip last week's episode, but we are back this week. Um, thank you guys for your continued support. Please remember to uh, like and subscribe to the show. The show is available wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, or Google Play. Um, and please remember to follow us over at Instagram at Free For All Podcast and on Twitter at FFAPodcast1776. Um, for this episode, we kind of wanted to just run down um, some of the things that have happened in the last two weeks. Um, obviously, because there was no show last week, we've got a little bit more material to cover. We had the CDC and Biden obviously changing their positions on masks um, this past week. Um, but then we also had the Colonial Pipeline shutting down because it was hacked. Um, and and yeah, they hacked the pipeline. I know, that's crazy to think about. But um, and then even uh the groundbreaking report about the origins of this COVID vaccine, um, that's just recently come out. So without further ado, I believe Tom wants to start us off here.
1: Yeah, let's uh let's start off with the uh the whole Biden and the uh CDC changing their position on masks, because I think that's I mean, obviously like that's been the biggest thing this past year is the COVID and um Uh, it's been big anticipation whether or not, uh, Biden was going to relieve a lot of, uh, what, you know, like the lockdowns and not that he was doing the lockdowns, but he was wanting to push a federal mandate and stuff and whether or not him and the CDC were going to, uh, change their official stance. And it seems like they finally have, which is, it's refreshing to hear at least, you know. Like I said, over the past few weeks, we've been hearing speculation that they're going to change their COVID recommendations, uh, specifically in regards to masks. Um, A lot of this is in reaction, at least they publicize it to be in reaction to all the people getting vaccinated. They're saying, oh, case numbers are down, deaths are down, all this other stuff. Um, And uh, so I went to the CDC's new website and was looking over some of their new guidelines and... Basically, what it does is it separates what fully vaccinated people can do in one column and what non vaccinated people can do in the other column. And uh, just some of what the fully vaccinated people are now allowed to do uh, is well, first point is resume activities without wearing masks or physically distancing, except where required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws. Rules and regulations, including local businesses and workplace guidance. Okay. That sounds like, uh, that sounds like how America was before this. I guess like if a business really wanted to tell you to wear a mask before this, I guess they could. Um, it's all you know, private property, local laws, and stuff like that. Great. Um, uh, fully vaccinated people can resume domestic travel and refrain from testing before or after travel or self-quarantine after travel. They can also refrain from testing before leaving the United States for international travel, uh, unless the destination requires it, and refrain from self-quarantine after arriving back in the United States. Another thing they can do is refrain from testing following known exposure, uh, if they're asymptomatic, uh, with some exceptions. Refrain from quarantine following exposure. Refrain from routine screening, testing if feasible. Okay, so it's a lot of the same stuff. but it also says down uh, below, it says fully vaccinated people should still get tested if they receive symptoms. So that's, that's kind of weird.
0: Well, and two, actually, um, I just want to point out just because of my healthcare background. So um, one of the things that a lot of insurance companies have actually done since, the, um, since COVID has started is that a lot of insurance companies have waived copays. Which copays are obviously if you come in for because you're sick or something like that, and you go to the doctor for an office visit, um, your insurance will allow like a certain amount of money to be paid to the doctor for seeing you, um, and your copay is what you then pay the doctor out of that share of the money that the insurance allows to be paid. So if they allow hundred dollars and your copay is twenty, you pay them twenty bucks. Um, but they're waiving co if you come in for something COVID related. And so what a lot of people have started doing because the insurance companies are still doing this is just telling when they show up to the office, if the office offers to test them, even if they know it's not COVID, they'll just take the COVID test anyway, because at that point they don't have to pay any money. Hmm.
1: Interesting. So uh, moving on to... Like I said, it's split into two columns. It's like what vaccinated people can do, what non vaccinated people can do. And what it says non vaccinated people can do, it's basically nothing. So uh, the only things that are green on their chart, so that means the things that you're allowed to do, uh, yellow is the things that you should be cautionary about, and red is the things that you definitely shouldn't do. Most of it's red on the non vaccinated chart. But the things that are green are basically just outdoor activities by yourself far away from others. So things that i already wasn't wearing a mask for and honestly if you're any sane person if you're not matthew mcconaughey taking a picture out on a cliff in the middle of nowhere with a mask to be a virtue signaler uh you weren't working out or getting exercise or being outside with a mask on that you just look like a douchebag and a loser like i i've already talked about how surprised i am in that in america people you know it's supposed to be uh the country of revolution or whatever people roll over to the shutdowns so easily and i was saying back then that the government has taken away people's rights and bad precedents were going to be set uh early in 2020 with all this shutdown shit and in 2019 you know you think back no one would have envisioned the life that we're living now it's just like the uh the frog in the pot of water example they're just the heat's being slowly turned up so people don't notice Or they're coming up with scapegoats or like reasons to take your rights on a whim and create these these agencies or these mechanisms to where they can just immediately take your rights or track your data with uh, contact tracing and stuff like this. So, you know, it only took one year of shutdowns to convince Americans that's pretty much okay to force an experimental drug into them just in order for you to receive your God-given rights back and that's just such b- bullshit. And I sound crazy. I sound radical when I talk like this to people, but if you had said that to them in 2019 or even a little over a year ago, they would have agreed with me. It's crazy. This is a, it's it's like the Tuskegee experiment pretty much.
0: Yeah, and it's what's hilarious is because the same people saying that they wouldn't have taken a vaccine developed under the Trump administration Um, and called you a moron and laughed at you for supporting him are now taking the vaccine developed under his administration and are shaming you if you choose not to take it it's entirely ass backwards compared to where we were a year ago where anybody was shamed for um for supporting president trump and literally anything that he did i mean talk about liberals come a year ago or whatever were criticizing trump's entire response to covid um and and including his vaccine research and stuff like that, and so the fact that we've now circled back to this, and um, and they're now completely 180 on that stance in terms of taking the vaccine, and they're now mad that people are choosing not to is just absolutely hilarious to me. Um, that that's where we're at now, and nobody seems to care. Like it's a, nobody seems to want to acknowledge the fact that all these people have done a complete 180 on all of this stuff. Now that just because Biden's the one giving them the vaccine, that it's okay. Um, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's all party loyalty and stuff. And it wasn't just random Joe Schmoes on Twitter or whoever saying, Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, this is the Trump vaccine. I'm not going to take it. And then taking the Biden vaccine or so-called Biden vaccine, like you said, it's, it's all the same shit. Fucking Cuomo is out there saying, Oh, don't you guys, we gotta wait, like don't take this and, and that's part of the reason why New York is so was so behind on like in the vaccines and all this stuff, like not that I'm in support of it, but obviously it's a double standard when you're gonna you know hate it and then take it up later and act like you're some sort of saint. And then all the while he's been downplaying all the deaths, and then that's just a whole nother controversy with Cuomo. but to further add to this insanity. With the CDC repealing, basically just making this discriminatory uh, repealing of basically just, I don't know, it, it's almost like it, it's like separate but equal again, but not, obviously not equal again. To further add to this, there's been a huge reaction from all these left wing personalities and just, like I said, Joe Schmo's on Twitter against this CDC order. You know, they're left wingers, they should be for it uh you know if you go to any biden's top social media posts you see all these comments and these are like i said top comments they got all the likes tens of thousands i saw one that had 37,000 and it was just some random person wasn't even a famous person but there are people saying that this repealing of the mask mandate oh that's nice but i want to keep wearing a mask so i don't look like a republican it's like what and even David Hogg, who, who is the, uh, who's this kid who got famous for being the survivor of the Parkland shooting, who is all like, oh, you know, a march for our lives and all that, leader of all that bullshit. He had to make his opinion known, saying basically the same exact thing, basically ripping off that person's uh, comment, tweeting out, you know, I don't want to look like a Republican. And this is just further proof that he's just grifting and being an absolute idiot and just selling out to the agenda and trying to become famous. And it, it it's just like, I want to ask like, what caliber of Stockholm syndrome do liberals have to have that makes them want to forego their rights just to make a point? Like you want to wear a mask and inhibit your oxygen. And, uh, ju- you know, just to make a point, and they don't want to look like a Republican by not wearing a mask. I thought that, you know, according to this mandate, you had to wear a mask if you didn't get a vax, so if they're still wearing a mask, then they look like a Republican who didn't get a vax. I don't know; they just sound stupid. I, I just thought they were all about rights, and now they're foregoing their rights just to, just, like I said, just to make a point.
0: Yeah, and obviously, I feel like at this point, Stockholm syndrome is almost an understatement. Um, it's to me, it's more just like blind adherence and worship of the state and everything that they do. Like they're they're doing everything without questioning anything it's just it's completely blind uh, they're just going in blind it's a shot in the dark entirely what they're doing and they're just hoping that like people see their virtue signaling and are like oh like look this person got their vaccine but they're still trying to be responsible and everything like it, it what they're doing just makes them look like idiots
1: yeah and you're just like i said and we've talked about multiple times you're just taught at a young age to basically uh worship the state you know they the the government educates you and everything they tell you we put the best experts in like fauci's a genius every media report when they start referring to fauci they go like the nation's leading infectious disease expert he might be technically the leader but is he the biggest expert no he's definitely the biggest head though.
0: And did you notice how Fauci, everything that he said didn't hold as much weight until Biden took office and then they started taking his word as gospel and just listening to every single thing that he said, but they were mad at him when he was caught at that Washington Nationals game that he went to, um, not wearing a mask in the stands or whatever. And they were like, why are we listening to this guy? And then as soon as Biden took office and Biden choose, chose to keep him, they were just like, Oh, let's listen to him now it's just hilarious. It's, it's, it's literally like in almost every single instance, it's moved the goalposts when it's convenient.
1: Yeah. And you talk about, it's always a big thing whenever the new administration comes in, like, who are they gonna, who are they gonna kick out uh, of all these bureaucratic positions? And you see Fauci being kept from uh, the Trump administration over the Biden. I think he was even part of the Obama administration. And then you see him complete, you know, you see him and Trump had a little bit of butting heads. They sometimes agreed. Most of the time they, you know, kept their opinions to them or they they just kept away from each other, I guess. But Biden and Fauci are basically blowing each other. It's crazy. And everybody's blowing them. And they just, like I said, they're sticking the needle in their arm and worshiping everything they say. And this is an experimental vaccine that has not been approved by their, uh, you know, they talk about the government experts, and they got all these geniuses in there. What about the FDA? The FDA couldn't even approve these vaccines. So, what the fuck? And we're going to talk about a little bit later some of the the danger of what could be coming from this. So, last point I wanted to make before moving on to the next topic is that everybody's talking about these vaccine passports, or like you need to have a vaccine to you know, not get checked while you're riding a plane, all this other god awful garbage. It, it it's great because here in Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis banned the so called vaccine passports, but many parts of America or even private companies, you know, still within Florida that'll enforce employees to take vaccines. And, you know, I'm seeing uh they're offering like free burgers. I saw de Blasio, a video of him eating a burger on TV saying, oh, Vaccination tastes great or something. And he was even still being a liberal pussy. He was like saying, Oh, you know, I know everybody doesn't like a burger, but I still enjoy it from back in my day. It's like, shut up, douchebag. But the most recent and heinous example I saw was at a brewery. And there's this guy walking around saying, Hey, you know, going up to tables saying, Hey, I'll buy your next beer. If you let me vaccinate you and the people are just getting vaccinated while they're sitting there at the bar. So it's essentially no effort on their part. It's not like they have to go around. Maybe they have to sign some forms or whatever. I'm sure it's legal. Uh, but that's just so disgusting. It's crazy. It's like, the first thing I want to say is like, if if the vaccine is so good and it's going to stop people from dying, stop people from getting sick, uh, I mean, even allow people to work at their job or whatever. Why do you need to give them free shit in order to take it? Why do you have to hold or like even drawing back from that? Why do you have to hold their employment or their rights over them in order for them to take it? The vaccine, like I said, the vaccine is supposed to be good. Free money is good. You know, if you get or a free burger is good. Uh, I enjoy burgers, but I'm not going to take a vaccine in order to get it. But if somebody just gave me a free burger, I'm going to take it. You know, if a vaccine's so good, I'm just gonna take it. There's always been this problem with the vaccine debate, to where people think it's like this black and white of vax versus anti-vax, when in reality, it's a lot of people worried about, like I said, experimental drugs or putting, uh, what is it, eleven shots in your baby within like the first week of them living. Everybody, it's not black and white. Everybody's taking their own risk based upon their personal health and vitality. And whether or not you choose to sell out completely, you choose to not take any vaccines, you choose to only take the ones that you think uh, would put, the disease would potentially affect you, that's up to you. And you know, if I choose not to vac- uh, take the vaccine, I'm only affecting myself. I'm, not putting, uh, I'm only putting myself in danger of getting sick. I'm not putting you in danger. If you're afraid of getting sick, just take the vaccine
0: yeah exactly and see that's the that's the point that liberals just completely gloss over and miss entirely when they get mad that you you refuse to take the experimental vaccine is that uh their excuse is always like, why are you putting everybody else in danger? like you're literally only putting yourself at risk because if if the vaccine works as everybody says it does, and they've taken it already, they're supposedly protected from the people who choose to assume the risk and not take it. So I don't see how, uh, if the vaccine does work as well as they think it does or say it does how there's any risk involved for them. All the risk is assumed by the people refusing to take the vaccine. But the one thing that like I've thought about over and over again with this COVID vaccine rollout is the fact that we have never once seen the government spend this kind of absurd money telling people to get like a flu shot or something like that. And yet the flu shot kills more people yearly. If you think about it, you don't walk around and see signs everywhere saying it's time to get your yearly flu vaccine or anything like that. If you walk into a Walgreens, they'll have like a little or a CVS pharmacy or something like that, uh, whatever your local pharmacy is. You'll see like a sign over in the pharmacy area saying like, oh, like we offer free flu shots from this date until this date or something like that. But you don't see a massive public health campaign like ads on TV, um, the blue check marks, advertising it on Twitter, like just all these different areas of culture trying to coerce you into taking a vaccine. Like if it worked so well, people would just go and take it out of their own volition. You wouldn't have to try and convince them to do it. It's the fact that people are trying to convince you to do it is what makes people so hesitant because they're they're then turning around and thinking like okay. Why are all these people trying to convince me to do this thing? There's got to be something else behind this or whatever that that people aren't seeing.
1: Yeah, be a member.
0: Yeah. And so the other thing, you know, you were talking about um, people giving out free shit to people who will go and take the vaccine. The one thing that I've seen on Twitter the last couple weeks is these girls will offer like free one-month subscriptions to their OnlyFans if you DM them a photo of your COVID vax card. And I'm just like, is that where this has gotten? To where girls are literally selling photos of their naked bodies to people for them to get a vaccine? And it's not even just selling, they're just giving it away at that point as long as you can send them a photo of your vax card. It's just like, that's so disgusting to think that that's where we're at and that that like that's the level that liberals and leftists are are willing to stoop to in order to get you to take this experimental vaccine
1: that's insane i've not even heard that so that kind of makes me wonder um obviously like i obviously agree that's gross but that kind of makes me wonder it's like You you think back to the incentive. Who has the incentive for people to get the vaccine? Do these girls really care so much about these people? Or maybe are they getting paid by pharmaceutical companies or the government or whoever to say these things or promote these things and
0: basically do advertisement? Because well, if you think about it too like if you if you follow any of these meme accounts on Instagram or whatever th- there's so many of them now that have been corrupted by promoting these girls only fans pages and the only reason that they do so is because one they typically get paid for advertising it too but two um if you think about like if these girls are like in the top like whatever top 10% of only fans creators or whatever and these pharmaceutical companies and stuff know that people subscribe to them and stuff like that, and they make millions of dollars on a monthly basis off of their subscriptions. Like these pharmaceutical companies would obviously have an incentive to have these girls advertise stuff like that, or um, do these quote unquote promotions to get people to go and get vaccinated or whatever. So they get a free subscription to an OnlyFans account. There's definitely incentive there um if they have the following so it's not something it's not something that would be like entirely out of the ordinary because it happens it happens with regular stuff too dude it's insane uh and then
1: now you know we're talking about having to force the vaccine uh even though it's supposed to be good for you uh now we have this whole idea of you have to give up your freedoms for granny basically Um, you know think about the other person or it may not be you that gets sick but watch out for other people so you got to do all this other shit and so like this is basically the whole idea behind you have to wear the mask you have to social distance you have to get the vaccine all this other shit and now people are calling me an asshole because i don't want to get the vaccine and they're trying to you know keep their distance or make a little flinch or wince or whatever uh because i put myself and only myself at risk of getting sick by not getting the vaccine and it's just like it's they're ruining their own social behaviors basically because of this uh this government worship and now they're just gonna pretty much drive more societal divide i guess but you know even according to the cdc's own words the vaccine does not keep you from transmitting the virus. So really anybody can get grandma sick. It's not just me. It's probably more likely the person who's getting the vaccine and might be asymptomatic or whatever. And even some more additional CDC info to add on top official government narrative that uh, they can't get through their heads for some reason. Uh, They say the vaccines are only up to 90% effective, meaning 10% of vaccinated people can still catch it. So they talk about. Get your vaccine, get your vaccine, but it's not going to always do what they want it to do. And I'm coming at the situation with logic and facts that even the CDC admits. And then the CDC has, like I said, it's it's contradicting information that they put out, but... The facts and logic just don't work when you're talking to liberals. They just want their new order beamed in from Fauci, like, you know, this may be five more years, uh, stay home, uh, live off free Biden money.
0: Execute order 66.
1: Yeah. Well, that's essentially what happened when uh, Biden got in and fucking... They stole the election and everybody just became a, a big smiler on TV while they're bombing the Middle East and or, or not bombing or like taking the embassy out of Afghanistan. and All this other shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just everything changed. It was like 66 every order, 66 everything changed. The leadership changed and uh, everybody became compliant and all this other shit.
0: Well, Another uh, big headline that we had these past couple of weeks was the uh, Colonial Pipeline attack. For anybody who isn't familiar, the Colonial Pipeline goes from New Jersey to Texas and uh, it's responsible for about 45% of the East Coast's fuel. The company that runs the pipeline was basically subject to a ransomware attack in which the hackers demanded $5 million to uh, give the company back control of the pipeline.
1: Yeah. It's insane. So like being in Orlando, we're obviously subject uh, to the shortage after the attack. So I was driving around last week and there were lines at every gas station and you drive past some and they didn't have lines, but it's so obvious they didn't have lines because they're all out of gas. They got the yellow caution tape on the, on the gas pump or whatever. And it it looked like we're about to have a category five hurricane because that's what happens. You know, everybody makes a rush on supplies, but Obviously, this is going to get rectified eventually.
0: Yeah. And the the biggest problem that I saw with all of this is that we were supposed to be the one state and being Florida, obviously, uh, that was supposed to be entirely unaffected by this issue. The reason being um, is that so obviously this colonial pipeline supplies 45% of the East Coast fuel, but Florida in particular um, is a peninsula. And we obtain as a state more than half of our statewide fuel supply from oil tankers um, that supply different ports around the state um, via the oil refineries on the Gulf Coast. So all those refineries that you see out in the middle of the ocean on the Gulf Coast or whatever are the ones that give us our oil. Um, And so this panic was just absolutely retarded for, for literally no reason. Um, people panic buying gas and stuff like that when, I mean, realistically speaking, we were going to get resupplied no matter what because we don't get our gas from that pipeline. But again, it goes to show that people literally do not listen. People do not care. People are ignorant of facts and people will just go and do things that make absolutely no sense because man on the internet said so or... Uh, man on CNN says gas is going bye-bye, and people will just go and do whatever they want to and go and fight over gasoline or put it in containers that are not approved, like plastic bags and plastic bins that they buy at Walmart and whatever. It's just That was just the tip of the iceberg. That's what made it hilarious, was watching all these people fill up random containers with gas. One of my, one of my buddies actually posted on Facebook and told me that. So like, so the one state or or the one city in uh, the state of Florida that dealt with this the most because they get significantly less of their oil delivered from the Gulf Coast refineries was Tallahassee. And one of my buddies that lives up there posted on Facebook and told everybody that, um, so he has a diesel truck, right? and. he was pulling into one of these gas stations that had a massive line and he found a diesel pump that was open because obviously diesel trucks, not everybody drives those. Um, so he found a diesel truck or a diesel pump that was open and he was getting ready to pull into the pump and some woman in a Nissan Versa, uh, cut him off and pulled into that gas pump. But if you're familiar with diesel pumps is that It really is only there to pump diesel. Like it won't pump any other kind of gas. And so she pulled into this diesel pump and then proceeded to fill up her little tiny Nissan Mm. Versa with diesel uh, and then drive away. Ten minutes later, and he said that he did not say a word. He said he just sat in his truck and he said he laughed for a god for a solid ten minutes and then watched her leave and said it's her problem now and everything. But it's it just goes to show that like when When stuff like this happens, common sense for like 90% of the population just goes completely out the window and nobody, nobody cares or pays attention to anything. So if you don't know what happens when you, uh, when you fill up a non-diesel car with diesel, um, diesel fuel is thicker than normal 87 or 93 octane fuel. And so diesel will essentially clog your full pump, your, your fuel pump, clog your gas tank, clog your your gas lines, it'll um destroy your fuel injectors, uh, it'll destroy your fuel rails. And then if it does somehow make its way into the motor, your motor is done for.
1: It pretty much immediately blows up at that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're this woman just basically completely ruined her car. So
1: And that what's funny is yeah, you say this all pops out at these crazy times. It's like this is just the tip of the autism. Like we saw way worse shit uh last year with like the toilet paper and stuff and we saw like we talked about the hurricanes um and i'm just thinking like when society actually collapses these people are so fucked like they have they're so short-sighted and they do not understand how to live or be resourceful or keep themselves alive even this is just insane they need the government to tell them what to do and of course this lady thinks she's some genius for skipping the line but you know, all this affected us so much, and it was such a big deal to us down south, like couldn't get gas for a few days or whatever. and we're waiting for all these updates on the pipeline just so people stop being stupid. And this made me super pissed off when I saw Biden doing a press conference, and a reporter asked him whether or not the company had paid the ransom, the colonial pipeline company they uh, the the ransomware attackers demanded five million dollars or whatever. And Biden said, something like no comment and smirked and then walked off stage and that is so disrespectful to the probably 100 million Americans that live in states affected by this and you know it turns out the company did pay the ransom so why can't he just say that i don't know uh but anyways my question is, is anything solved? Like, are pipelines or electrical grid just waiting to be hacked again? Are they more secure? It just seems like this is a Band-Aid solution.
0: So uh, I was actually talking to another one of my friends about this because my my dad's company actually dealt with this a year ago. Um, it was like right before the start of the pandemic. So it's more than likely it was Russian hackers. Um, I'm not going to say that for sure. It's just this has become their new way of obtaining money that isn't traceable be, because the the ransom was likely paid in some sort of cryptocurrency. Um, so when my dad's company was hacked, they hacked all of their servers and encrypted all of their information, then demanded um, about the same amount of money, which was $5 million. Um, but they asked for it in Bitcoin because Bitcoin can't be traced. So basically they asked for $5 million in Bitcoin in exchange for a decryption key. And so this decryption key then had to be used file by file um, for every single one of those files that was encrypted and that key would then decrypt the file. So um, basically it took them a good six or seven months after they got the decryption key to decrypt all of their data and get completely back to normal. Mm -hmm. Um, But that what i actually found out is that so his my dad's company didn't actually have to pay the ransom themselves they had an it company that did all their security that basically has an insurance policy in which um the insurance policy does cover ransomware attacks and will pay out whatever amount up to a certain dollar amount to get their data back mm-hmm so this insurance company ended up paying the the ransom in bitcoin or whatever to get their data back so more than likely that's probably what happened here is an insurance company paid out the ransom to get their data and all the stuff unlocked again um but it's it, to me it's, it sounds exactly it sounds eerily similar to what happened to my dad's company and if that's the case um it's more than likely russian hackers because that's apparently a new tactic that they've resorted to in the last several years and they've gotten very, very good at it and have started to pick like larger and larger and larger targets um because they know that it works, they know that they haven't failed at it yet, and they just feel like they can completely up the ante and and go for bigger targets and and not lose out on all the money that they think they're gonna get. And I mean, clearly it worked this time around too. I mean, if the pipeline is back online, the ransom was clearly paid. So
1: yeah and i don't know i just think that they might even still have access to the software or whatever i'm like i'm not a computer expert but that just seems like they can
0: put a backdoor. door well yeah I mean, in the first place they'll just find another one yeah exactly if it's if if it was hacked in the first place it could definitely be hacked again if something isn't done yeah to uh to fix the security and it's like
1: shit like this is only going to continue like you said they're trying more and more hard things like bigger, bigger up in the ante. And when is this going to like affect the entire electrical grid? When is this going to, uh, you know, just make stuff spontaneously explode? We never know. This could just keep getting worse. It's going to be a, a huge issue to keep our eyes on, but gas shortages are nothing new in the Southeast. Like I said, you know, it's, it's funny. It's, uh, I, what I say is it's all created by government and there's entire truth to that. And people think government is helping them by making price gouging illegal in times like this. Uh, you always hear the thing like, oh, people are going to jack up their prices. Um, but you know, if you think back to economics class, when you set a price ceiling, that is when you artificially lower the price of something and say it can only be this high or you can't raise the price or whatever, you will automatically have a shortage of that good no matter what. So, if I give you gas at $2 a gallon and the market price is $3 a gallon, then you're just going to take all that gas and you're going to sell it to where it's $3 a gallon, you're just going to profit. And just things like this, like when you don't allow price gouging, well, first of all, this would cause resources to be drained from from where they're needed most. You know, if you set this price ceiling, uh, to $2 a gallon in a place that's experiencing a shortage, the gas is going to go and be sold at $3 a gallon place, regardless of whether or not, well, I'll stop it or whatever. But if businesses were allowed to price gouge, then you know, not only would consumers not buy up all the entire stock of gas because they wouldn't want to spend as much money they'd be a little wiser with their dollars but suppliers with other from other regions say if we gas was $4 here and it was $3 everywhere else suppliers from other regions would be incentivized to come here and sell more gas or whatever it is and now even if 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 the gas stays $3 a gallon here and it's $3 a gallon everywhere else there's still no incentive for businesses to come and actually supply more and that's the the beauty of the equilibrium of economics is that, you know, it's always supply and demand are always just going to meet and prices and quantities. It's, it, it's all just a function of one another and you can't escape that fact of nature. So w- when government comes in and they prevent price gouging, that's when we have all these idiots, even in a situation where everybody's just making a run on gas and, The supply might be the same, but the demand's a lot higher. Like, even in this situation, you wouldn't have so many idiots just buying it up. Or maybe people would be a little more incentivized to go online and see, okay, how long is this going to last? Oh, it's only going to last a few days. So maybe I don't want to go fill up all my cars with gas and, you know, create this long ass line. But with this current system, why on earth would any company divert their resources from, say, California or wherever across the country where they actually didn't have a shortage to Florida or Texas where there's abso- absolutely no profit or incentive to do so? You're diverting all this gas that's already been refined, is already out of location. It's like very expensive to ship and all this other shit. There's no reason. There's no economic reason. And government's never going to come in and fix this. And in fact, like I said, they're just making it worse every time.
0: Yeah, and so that's going to bring us to the last topic that we had today, which actually goes back to the COVID vaccine and, you know, all these different mandates and stuff being lifted. Um Tom, I'm actually going to send you the video and have you uh put it in the cast so that everybody else can listen to it. But basically, there was a hearing with the Texas Health and Human Services Department. Um I want to say it was either this past week or the week before and obviously these hearings are recorded and whatnot just for formality purposes, but, um, parts of the video from that hearing actually got released to the public and it had some very chilling information in it about the COVID vaccine. And so basically this video was released of this this, uh, Texas health and human services hearing, um, in which members were discussing the COVID vaccine and essentially everything seems normal up until the guy speaking in the video begins talking about how um the covid vaccine is very different from others in the fact that one it's experimental and never completed trials which obviously all of us knew by now um uh, but two one of the trials that it skipped was animal testing um and animal testing is typically the last step before a vaccine gets released to the public and so i found it very interesting Um, that it skipped animal trials and testing. um, And I kept listening because I wanted to to see if the video Mm -hmm. kind of went into any sort of detail as to why it skipped animal trials. Well, my waiting was well-deserved. I got the information that I wanted. And what I found out is that this vaccine obviously is the only one that we know of that skipped these animal trials. And the reason that the trials were skipped was because Uh, The group of animals that the vaccine had been tested on, or like, obviously they tried to begin these trials and they skipped over them because of the results they got. The group of animals that the vaccine was tested on all died within days of their first vaccine dose, um, which is not a good sign. Like I said, animal testing is obviously a problem in and of itself. I don't agree with it, but the reason that it's tested on animals is because it's a very good indicator as to what will happen if it's administered to humans. Um, and so the fact that every single animal that this vaccine was tested on died in a matter of days is definitely not a good sign. Um, and so it makes me all the more glad that I've chosen not to take this vaccine and go along with what everybody else is doing.
1: Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stitch that video in here right now for you guys to listen to real quick. We basically just gave the gist of it, but yeah, you guys can hear it for
2: yourselves. What was it? It, and have you seen any other vaccine that was put out for the public that skipped the animal test
0: never before Skip. especially for children
2: and, and as i've what i've read they actually started the animal test and because the animals were dying they stopped the test correct folks i think that's important to understand there that that what we're talking about is the american people are now the guinea pigs this is the test program that's going on they they didn't do the human testing and they stopped the animal test because the animals were dying and then they turned it out for the public and we are now looking at businesses that want to mandate that this experimental vaccine be given to people as a condition of their employment and yet we have this death count that continues to rise and be totally ignored
1: so, in addition to that video, we're already seeing a small amount of people having adverse reactions, um, and I'm not just talking about like the sore arm, COVID arm that people call it, or possible COVID symptoms that you say they say you can experience within the next couple of days. Which I argue might, you know, you might as well just get sick. It's pretty much the same shit. But there are people in my family who their health has drastically changed after they've taken the second dose. And one of them had adverse reactions the day of the second dose that night. And then a week or two later was taken to the ER and had to stay for three days and has had their medications jumbled around and rebalanced and has had to have lots of checks and doctor visits with five different kinds of doctors. And it's just so crazy. And people continue to deny that there might possibly be some connection. And that might be a lot of it. And I think you know, you know, the other reason we don't hear a lot about adverse reactions is not just because the media is in compliance with the vaccine agenda and wants everybody to take it and is pushing it on commercials and shit, but it's also because vaccine side effects are generally underreported. So when you have a side effect, you're supposed to report it to VAERS, V-A-E-R-S or Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Uh, So this is like a government website or whatever. And depending on the study or the claims you look at or hear, like the articles you read, anywhere from less than 1% to up to 68% of vaccine injuries are reported. So it depends on the vaccine you're looking at. Um, Obviously, it's going to depend on people's side effects and stuff like that. But it depends which vaccine you're talking about, the percentage that people are reporting it. And also doctors are required to report any of these claims by their patient to VAERS, patients to VAERS. But I guess not all doctors know about VAERS. You know, I had a friend telling me about this the other day, and he was telling me that doctors are being told by their patients that they're having vaccine side effects. Uh, and they're just like, okay, well, uh, this is what you can do. But then they don't go and report it, even though they're technically obligated to. And obviously, doctors that were educated way back in the day might not be all up to date um on all the internet shit but people are allowed to file forms for themselves though so i could i encourage anybody who thinks the vax has affected them to do so or like has affected your family member or whatever in the slightest bit because the doctor is probably not going to do it and most people don't know about it and people just think that you can say something to your doctor or you can just you know the side effect may or may not be from it or you're you're just going to get over it when in fact this side effect could be something that affects or kills somebody else you never know but it's sad though cuz even if you report an injury to vares there's technically no proof that the vaccine caused it and they can basically just throw out your info <laughs> but to add on top of that you you can't even sue the vaccine companies so all this info can come in and whether or not it's good or not uh vares can decide whether or not to accept it and associate that injury with the va- vaccine or whatever. And even if they can prove and VERS accepts it, then nothing's going to happen. There's no recourse for the vaccine companies most of the time. So it's just crazy. Um, but my advice through all this is to just not be a sheep. I was stating the government's own data earlier. And it, based upon that, it says you should not take the vaccine unless you're old or have a bad immune system. Why? it it It's just not going to kill healthy people, but nobody knows the long-term effects of the vaccine. We do know that it kills animals.
0: The problem that I have too is just that they're recommending that like really the people who need the vaccine the most are, are elderly people or people with compromised immune systems. And the problem that I have with this is it shows complete scientific illiteracy of what an immune system does. Because so- I'm immunocompromised myself, actually. I've um, I've had a condition since I was born. Basically, it was a genetic mutation. And I have had to take um, either an IV medication or a sub-Q medication to treat said disorder uh, since I was 18 months old. And basically, it, when you're immunocompromised, your immune system either doesn't exist or barely functions. And so... The problem that I have with this is what vaccines are designed to do is basically trigger an immune response so that your body builds immunity to um, whatever you're trying to immunize against so that if your body does encounter the pathogen again, um, that your body is prepared to fight it off and can simply get rid of it without you experiencing, experiencing any sort of adverse effects or symptoms. And so the fact that they're telling people Uh, who are immunocompromised that they need to go and get this vaccine just makes me not believe them that much more because it shows that they're completely illiterate on how the immune system functions. And if they did know how the immune system functions in the first place, they would understand that uh, me as an immunocompromised individual can't even get the vaccine in the first place. I, I got vaccines when I was like, seven or eight and haven't gotten a single one since then. Not because I'm necessarily anti-vaccination, but because vaccinations for immunocompromised individuals are completely pointless. Because if your goal is to, for the immune system to build immunity to the, to the pathogen so that it can fight it off, uh, what good is introducing that vaccine into a person's body where their immune system doesn't function properly and can't build immunity? Um, it, it, to me, that's just complete illiteracy. Um, and complete misunderstanding of how people's bodies work and everything, and so these are the same people telling you to trust the science and trust the doctors. And I'm like, what? Why am I going to trust doctors that clearly don't know what they're talking about? Like, it, it it just doesn't make any sense. It's it's just further proof that you can go to school for however many years and still be a moron. Yeah, it's like
1: trust the science. Like you didn't even know the science five minutes ago, and I'm questioning you know stuff via the scientific method and you're just accepting whatever people tell you it's like dude wake the fuck up do you think for yourself or you just let people boss you around in your entire life we're saying the government's not always benevolent people just have this opinion that they can just get bossed around by the government and they're gonna be uh successful in life or just you know follow the rules be straight edge or whatever and i have people in my family that are just like that like they'll never be they're not rebellious people they're very like. Uh, follow the rules type and these are the kind of people that are first in line to get the vaccine really it's you know it's it's not people that were you know i have other people in my family that got the vaccine but they weren't so eager to they they didn't think oh i'm gonna die in this this next few weeks but you know maybe they were partially concerned about it but it's it's all these people that are that you know all the people that are getting up in arms and fighting people about you need to wear a vaccine you need to wear you need to wear a mask oh, i i want to continue wearing a mask so i don't look re- republican these people are they they're just the biggest pussies like they've never they've never questioned anything they've never And i'm sorry like if i'm if i'm speaking about you but you've probably if you've never questioned anything i'm sorry like if you always blindly listen to authority i'm sorry but there's no hope for you in life you're never gonna move up you're always just gonna be a low-wage worker you're always just gonna be a robot and you're never gonna make a way for yourself because you don't think for yourself i'm sorry
0: yeah and i mean that's true it's a very blunt way of putting it but like in order to Progress in life and everything, like a lot of these people these these millionaires and everything that are now like teach teaching other people how to become millionaires and stuff like that like they didn't become millionaires overnight I'm sure some of them did with with parents' money and stuff like that, but a lot of the these entrepreneurs and self made people and everything they got to where they were because number one because of hard work, but number two because they chose to question authority and they chose to um, not be a robot and a, uh, a replica of the person standing next to them. You know, these people, um, a lot of them, if you talk to them, will be like, oh yeah, like I was working at like a fast food restaurant or something like that. And I realized that like, I was worth more than, than what the system told me I was like, because you know, like when you're, when you're working a fast food job, everybody tells you you're worthless. You have no good ideas. You have nothing to offer the world. Um, Or Just any any sort of job like that where you're making minimum wage and everything, everybody looks at you like you're worthless. And so what a lot of these people chose to do instead of just being a bystander and instead of just accepting that that was how they were going to have to live their life for the entirety of their existence was they chose to do something about it and they chose to question authority. They chose to ask questions so that they could learn and do things for themselves and be better. And that's like the only way that people are ever going to learn is by asking questions and acknowledging that not everything everybody says to you is true, especially when it comes to the government, because the gov- it's in the government's best interest to lie to their people, um, and not give them truthful information all the time. Yeah. And so the fact that there are people out there that just want to blindly listen to everything that the government says and take everything as gospel is, is probably the biggest part of the problem. Um, is that people are very unwilling to think for themselves and just and, and want everybody else to do it for them because to them I guess it somehow makes life easier or whatever. Um, it it, it does. doesn't.
1: Well, it does in the short run, but it doesn't at you know in the long term. Obviously, yeah. But so, you know, like entrepreneurs, you know, I I you know, you really do need to break out of the box in life and be a trailblazer and find your own path and not always listen to authority. Sometimes it's a well-informed voice, but most of the time it's just somebody telling you what to do. And, you know, people need to break out of the box. People need to break out of the system. You know, fuck the black and white, fuck the vaccine. Do what you want. Make your own uh, judgments based upon the pros and cons, based upon your own health, based upon your own immune system, your own situation. Don't let anybody else tell you what to do and don't let anybody else tell you what your rights are because you know you jump through their hoops or whatever, fuck them, fuck them,
0: yeah, exactly, but um i I'm glad you guys tuned into the show this week. Uh, we're very sorry that we didn't have a show last week, obviously, um a lot of us were busy, me and Tom included, so we didn't have any time to record last week, but we are back on track this week. Um We hope you guys enjoyed the show. We don't really foresee having any more delays in the future with recording. But, uh, if so, if we do end up having any more delays, you will find out about those via either our Instagram or our Twitter accounts. And yeah, thank you for tuning into the show this week. We appreciate your support and until next time, peace, be easy.
1: Thanks for listening guys. See you next week.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the free for all podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show and connect with us on Instagram to keep up to date with all the latest content. Peace.